Hi there, grief growers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm taking a break from full-length podcasting right now and gearing up for season three of Coming Back, which premieres on May 2nd, 2018. But in the meantime, I wanted to bring you some never-before-heard clips from season two interviews. These are tidbits from my conversations with guests on the show that didn't make the final cut, but contain some wisdom, comfort, or laughter that I still wanted to share with you. This week, I'm bringing you a book recommendation from Candace Ossifort Russell, a therapist whose powerful article on Medium drew my attention and prompted me to ask her on the show. We talked about the science and biology of grief on episode 39 of Coming Back, where Candace provided a ton of resources on grief. This is just one more resource she mentioned during our conversation, and it's a book that covers how to talk about death with people who are still living. As a reminder, my audio in this episode was a little bit fuzzy, so pardon my side of the conversation here. Take a listen. Yes, can you speak to that a little bit more, having those conversations about the ways in which we want to die before we're actually, for lack of better phrasing, on the cliff? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it's something, you know, our culture, as I'm sure you're aware, that being in this work that you're doing with grieving people, our culture is terrible about working with grief and facing death. And I think that we do our all of us a disservice by being so afraid to talk about death, because um, some of the most moving and connected moments I've had in my life are facing death squarely in the face with my friend who was dying, for example. And then I'm a psychotherapist. And I've worked with a handful of clients who have been who who have died and to to walk right up to the edge of death with a person who's dying and be unafraid to talk about it and face it is is one of the most alive places there is <laughs> because you realize the value of the life that we get to have and the the finiteness of it. And it gives you some deep sense of gratitude to be able to receive what you have while you have it. (laughs) Yes. And I think some of the most moving deaths, at least in my opinion, are the ones that were planned in advance, at least a little. Yes. 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 Have you read that book, Being Mortal by Atul Gawanda? No, I have not yet, but it is definitely on my list. It's he that's that I, I really recommend that book for how to talk about death before, you know, about dying, planning a death. He's really got some great um, information about how to talk to people about death before they die. That's a phenomenal resource to share as well, because mm-hmm. when you go on to Google, a lot of it is legal. Legal information uh-huh, forms uh-huh. you need to fill out wills, living, revocable, what have you. But right, yes, but right. the actual leading up to the conversation when you're driving down the road and you're looking at uh, your best friend, your elderly parents, your sibling, anyone you would ever be in a place we'd have to plan for them or even attend a service. What do you want? Right. What do you want to happen? How do you right. want this to go? Right. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this in the meantime episode of Coming Back. Stay tuned for more of these interview tidbits in the weeks between now and the season three launch in May. If you'd like to listen to my full conversation with Candace Ossifort Russell, go back and listen to episode 39 of Coming Back called Hardcore Grief Science with Candace Ossifort Russell.
If coming back has changed how you see grief, loss, or death, please consider supporting me and the work that I do, this podcast, on Patreon. Now is a great time to support the show because between now and April 30th, I'm hosting a giveaway. Anyone who's already a patron on Patreon or pledges to become one before the last day of April, April 30th, is automatically entered to win two copies of the book I talk about all the time on the show, the book that changed my life, The Grief Recovery Handbook. In addition to the two handbooks I'll send your way, I'll also send along a set of coming back podcast stickers and a handwritten thank you note expressing my gratitude and love for your support at the show. You can find a link to my Patreon page where you can pledge and enter to win for as little as $1 per month in the show notes. Also in the show notes this week are some wonderful ways you can stay in touch between now and May. First, you can find me in person for free on a sunny, hopefully sunny rooftop in Seattle on Monday, April 23rd from four o'clock to six o'clock Pacific time. We'll hang out after work and talk about our lives and grief and the podcast in a super, super casual environment. I hope you'll join me there. And you can also join me for my monthly Google Hangout on Sunday, April 29th at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time. This is my chat room style space to answer all of your questions on grief and loss and provide a little bit of exclusive time for the biggest supporters of the show. You can find links to all of these events in the show notes or by visiting my Facebook page, Shelby Forsythia Intuitive Grief Guide and clicking events. You can also check out episode 40 of Coming Back if you'd like to listen to me talk about the details of the Patreon giveaway and all the places I'll be between now and season three. That's all I've got for you for this little mini episode of coming back in the meantime. I cannot wait to return to all of you grief growers full time in May. While I'm away from the mic, you can find updates on me, this podcast and my travels on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and some extra behind the scenes stuff on Patreon. If you'd like to leave a question, comment, or guest suggestion for a future episode, i.e. Season 3, leave a voicemail or text 312-725-3043 or email me at shelby at shelbyforsythia.com, subject line, podcast. As always, dear grief growers, it was beautiful sharing this space and time with you. I see you, I am proud of you and the work that you're doing in the world, and I love you. Because even through grief, we are growing.